welcome to Behind the Bar. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> after dark. After dark. No. Uh, welcome to Behind the Bar. This is our second Behind the Bar. Uh, I've got uh, JD here sitting across from me. Hello. I got Mac next to JD. What? What? Jeff next to Mac. Hello. And Felicia next to me and Jeff. Woohoo. Hello. Uh, so today we just wanted to kind of talk about something we encountered in our game that was a little bit weird. If you've been listening, you know that we do a lot of role playing, super heavy on it. And in our third episode, we hit into something that we didn't really know how to handle. And that was <laughs> combat. Super weird because we've played tons of Pathfinder. We, we know that combat by the back of our hands. Uh, but we didn't when we got to this. We, we walked in and all of a sudden everyone had rule books open. We're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, <laughs> we don't know how to do this. Just kind of talk my way out of it. Uh, so we're going to talk to these guys and kind of see what happened on their side uh, and maybe get some insight from me about what was going on. Uh, so who wants to open it? I, I'm on board opening this case. So the first thing that happened to Grumbles was in that hallway when she was like trying to talk her way out of the guy shooting her and like he was not having it and she was like trying to back off and he like literally just shot her and it took almost all of her stamina and I was like, oh fuck, fuck? what do I do? So going from there, like I still am like, what is the point of my character in combat? Because I feel like I can't do shit. There was a bit of an urgency with that guy and... She was not seeing the urgency at all. No. And so that's my role playing. Like I'm leaning on that. Like, oh, I can just get out of this. But I couldn't. And then I got fucked up, which didn't help in the later combat. So that's where I want to start. It's just like, yeah, I he did. (laughs) I still am like, what the fuck is my character supposed to do in these situations? Because I feel like I'm not combat oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Because when role playing situations, we have our parts down. Like we know who does what and who and does bad things, yeah. who's bad at stuff and, and good problem. at stuff. And well, the flow is great. We were also separated, so like you know, your your damage taker wasn't there, and you got shot, and that was a big deal. Well, that's well, the, not only well, yeah, ahead. well, not only that. Like I was approaching my combat in a role playing sense, so I knew what my character would do. Had he not been a warrior with statistics and maneuvers and guns and things like that. And so rather than looking at my sheet and thinking, okay, my class gives me these special powers and I have bonuses to these or or no bonuses to these and then making decisions that way. I just kind of acted on heart Mm -hmm. rather than on knowledge. Yeah. So that that makes me think of a moment during that session where so you were in there in the nightclub with no weapons, like just there with your voice. And shit went down and you got grabbed, tried to escape, which is still kind of role playing, right? Like trying yeah. to get out of the situation. When you went into the room with uh, the, the bad bitch, remember, the bad bitch, I don't remember Veronica her name. Um, Dasani Ramaz. When, Dasani Ramaz. <laughs> when you, when you get into there with her, you first combat open, you dove across the table to tackle her. And as you're doing that, you were, I saw you, you're flipping through the rule book looking <laughs> for the grapple rules. And you're like, so I have to get KAC yeah, plus so eight. I'm not good at this. And all then of a if you look at your attack, oh, no. you're like, uh, yeah. this is not going to be so great. Bad exactly. exactly. And it wasn't, yeah. he was rolling around on the floor. Well, oh. it gets, it gets double business. So rather than pulling a pistol, like I should have, I did a strength based maneuver with a zero mod. Yep. Hit the floor, and then I spent my next turn, instead of thinking about stuff like that, well, I thought about getting that afterwards, and then I, I'm like, okay, I'll intimidate her. And then I forgot my third option, the true option, and that's doing my class power. 
which is to make enemies flat-footed. I could have made every enemy flat-footed oh, there. Oh, my And you God. guys all would have had a better time. Like I said, I was acting on heart that rather than knowledge. Amazing. And I totally right. could have been a lot more beneficial to the combat. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a second. You said you're acting on heart and not on knowledge. How does role-playing, how is it different to role-play versus combat? Because you have to use your your knowledge in combat because you you know things, you can see things that your character can't see, and that's kind of how the game works, right? Like you get into this tactical mode. So how does that differ differentiate between role playing? Well, I think that the knowledge part of it, the tactic, the technical stats part of the game, is uh, is another side of of your character. And I wasn't ever role playing that part of it. I was always being the talking guy, but I got to forget that I also know how to wield a blaster. I know how to do a couple combats, including demoralizing my foes to make my enemies better at what they do. And the fact that I wasn't even role-playing that, I didn't go in with the bravado knowing I could do something like that. I went in the bravado thinking I would just have to intimidate or shoot a gun. It wasn't really so much tactical like it could have been. That's where I came in as well. I was just like, I got to talk my way out of this, and I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Sunny went all by heart too, like coming in there. Like she tried to stay away and be all snipery from far away. But then I saw three guys pummeling cash and Crumbles has like two hit points and like someone would bump her and she would die. Yeah. I was and fucked. so she just like <laughs> went in there and stuck the gun right up her back. I feel which like you the, saved that. Like is, the whole but, situation. But that was more role playing. Like that was not knowledge. All my strengths are. <laughs> well, you at least you were using your trick shot yeah, and thinking of well, that. Like, like I, two rounds in, I yeah, was like, see? oh, let me remember was, what I'm good at. I was enthralled by the gun I had. I wanted to keep shooting when, in fact, I should have thrown it to you. Yeah, you were and a puncher. starting to use your I, melee puncher. I, so I ended up yeah. doing we that. We switched roles like we should not have. I feel like it was yeah. late. I we should have did, done it sooner. We kind of did just fit, just switch roles for yeah, this it's combat. True. It's no, true. Well, and it's been like a couple weeks since we've had a true combat, even in our Pathfinder game really? that we play. Yeah. yeah, in addition to this game, like we haven't even really fought for a long time. And so like I feel like we've just been so saturated with role playing that it's been amazing and it's such a story and I I love it. But like having that aspect of like, Hey, I have to think technically is so important because like the game was really slow at that point, And I'm sure it was like harder to track and like, we want it to be enjoyable and we want to have fun. And so it's hard when we're learning too. So I, yeah, I hope it yeah. wasn't boring. Well, now, well, the greatest takeaway from all this is even though we didn't do everything that we were supposed to in combat, it was an awesome combat. Anyway, we still won. We still won. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's we were beat up and stuff, but we had a great story that we was won. told about it. Kind of some, Barely kind of in this new world. We don't know how everything works. And all of a sudden we kind of won our first combat. Our group next time should go into our going into the campaign confident. We're Starfinders now. We we've defeated our first combat. We shouldn't be afraid to back down to a few people if need be. Totally agree. We totally won that fight. It took some struggles, but we totally we'll be won better it. next time. We'll, we'll yeah. Know. Well, and that's something else too, is like as like a story group. We hadn't really done that together. Like we were, you know, smugglers, whatever. But I don't think we maybe were ever in that situation where we were just like, fuck. The, the first combat situation, uh, the first session, I, I treated it more as walking around and having a lethal conversation. Like, yep. seriously, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't really think combat rules or anything. So as a story, we're growing together yeah. and learning how we Absolutely. all work. And maybe that's something because we have like, be cool. like uh, Max said, you know, we know what we're good at and what we're bad at as far as like skill checks and talking oh, yeah. to each other and our dynamic. But now we're going to learn that through combat. Yeah. 
so let's uh let's pull it back to like the role playing versus the tactical. Um, you guys know your characters inside and out when it comes to role playing. I think we've shown that through what we've been doing, but when we get to the combat, like the tactical side, I feel like, in, and I'm going to throw myself in here too, we don't really know what our characters bring to the table. So your trick shot in episode three, we were just kind of rolling with it. I don't even right. know if we were doing it right. I need to look at it totally. Yeah. Because, oh. Read it right now. Do you have okay. it? Yeah, let me, let me pull it. Okay, trick shot. You can trick or startle a foe and then attack when they drop their guard. As a full action, you can move up to your speed. Whether or not you move, you can then make an attack with a melee weapon, with the operative special property, or with any small arm. Oops. Just before <laughs> making your attack, attempt a bluff, intimidate, or stealth check, or a check associated with your specialization, uh, with a DC equal to 20 plus your target CR. So I asked what the CR was, and you're like, you don't know it. I was like, oh, okay. And then I just kind of dropped it. <laughs> so, um, and then I say, if you succeed, you have a 1d4. Um, yeah, additional damage. So, I'm pretty sure you didn't exceed, succeed once. Like, if we're going off yes. of that rule. Yeah. And did it, it said an operative weapon, or it has to be small arms or melee? It you says should- all three. So you do have said, an operative weapon. Your yeah, sniper I do rifle have is. an operative weapon because that's my sniper rifle, which is what I did shoot with. So that passes the check. But in combat, like when we are all flipping through the books and we're like, oh, my gosh, you got a crit fail on a grenade. What do we do? What are my, what are even my attacks? So, yeah, that was my bad. I think I was trying to skim and trying to definitely we all as a team need more research on tactically, mm-hmm. combatively what we well, there's something do. to be said about keeping a flow too, and stopping. It's true. Stopping every five seconds in order to flip through books. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. And Toby's such a great DM because he's like, "Yes, that's basically it. We're gonna continue with the story." So we'll get it really right next time. At, yeah, we'll <laughs> get it right next time. We'll look that up next time. Be sure to look at that. So that's true. So what about? Um, let's hit tactics for a minute here. If we if we go to that room, right? The room has a desk. It has some chairs. Uh, it, it has computers and things like that. We didn't really do any kind of movement or like cover or anything like that. Right. Like cash was yeah. accidentally in cover. And then it, that's just kind of what happened. So how do you guys think if someone's getting into this game? Right. And they don't want it to just be let's stand in this square and shoot. If you guys could go back, how would you have used the environment to your advantage? Can I? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know for for Thunderfist, Bob Smith uh, in particular, he has a feat called Bodyguard, uh, which is a plus two to any or any um, adjacent allies to their AC plus two to their yeah. AC. So he should have been moving around and protecting his allies. And he wasn't. Yeah, he's the hired muscle, right? Right. And he just stood yeah, there right. while Cash got pummeled. Yeah. Right? And almost to death. Yeah, that's right. why Sonny was like, no one doing Shoot anything. Shoot a gun that he should have. He had no business yeah. shooting that gun. Yeah, I think that uh, Crumbles has a feat called Barricade. I do. I was just going to bring that up. Like, I have, I, I just get gather, like, small things that couldn't normally be used 
and I throw them together to create some sort of, you know, cover for myself, just like a makeshift oh, cover. Cool. And I, I think <laughs> I can even do it on adjacent squares. I, I'm not positive. I, I, like, I could have gone and done that for, you know, um, for Bob or, or Sonny. I think I was probably adjacent to a couple people, even just not even realizing that. Oh I yeah, had that you feat. were when that bomb yeah. went off and yeah. it hit both of us. Yeah. I was adjacent to you. You had a plus two yep. there. I didn't. Yeah, I, I should have let I you know about. Know. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I just think using your surroundings is like a big deal. Like we had that door that was like had a huge hole in it. Like we could have probably just pulled it off and used it for cover or something like that. You know, like it was already unstable. We could have just pulled it, used it, done something with like the things on the desk. Like there were so many things we could have used that we just didn't even consider were there. Kicked and like a chair, yeah, there was a map stuff. too. Like there's things on the map that we're looking at that are options. You know, it's let's not forget, though, be more resourceful. We won. We did um, by the skin of our fucking teeth. We, we won. Okay, let let's. Uh, if by one we mean she made them surrender because we just hit the like leader, then I guess yes, we won. Overall, but we won because it came down to like a role playing tactic. Well, and guys. you literally yeah, thought not, were potatoes. Not tactically, guys, just we won role by playing. role playing yeah, again. Yeah, so. we won by role playing, but we won. <laughs> you did win by role playing, like. You got her down to you got her down to one hit point, and yeah. she wasn't gonna die, right? Right. So she didn't want to die. That's where the combat. You guys had the choice to take the combat from the tactical to the role playing, and which we, we did. did. We did well. We did well at that, right? I we it, there was some minor hiccups in that process. <laughs> that was I mean, actually, aside from wanting to shave her fucking head, yeah, we did well with that. That's a smart idea. But that, that actually brings up a really good call, which is I feel like once we had her, nobody knew really who was in charge. There was a lot of disagreement on what we should do, a lot of talking over each other, and a lot of, like, who is in charge and who has the final say. Yeah, well, um, now that I think about it, I'm like... Uh, crumbles would say what do you want to do cash like that's what she would do because he was the pilot of the ship and he's the pilot of their group like to that's her kind of standard we are kind of pirates like yeah right? there's smugglers yeah. Yeah, smugglers yeah there's not really a total in charge right? yeah well but then because like felicia's personality is very direct and leadership type and so like i feel like sometimes i end up doing that but in our actual group in game that's not my character, and I shouldn't be doing that. Right, and that's why I think Same. totally my part I messed up with, too. So, how do you guys feel about, and I just, I don't actually know the answer to this, but when we talk about role-playing and tactics in combat, how do you feel about talking about tactics outside of the game, like player-to-player -player talking tactics versus role-playing the tactics in the game, right? So, if Cash is behind the, the desk there... And Jeff, the player, starts talking like, hey, I need a gun. Who has a gun? Mm -hmm. who, who can possibly bring me this gun? Versus him as Cashman, like, I need a gun. Like, someone throw me a gun. Um, how do you guys feel about that? As, J as JD uh, outside, playing outside, or uh, just speaking as the player character, whatever, I suck at the rules and everything else. And so I love talking as a player outside of the game I, I i i hold that really important and i know that it's probably not the way it should be but it's best for me i think that it definitely has a place for sure there's some things that you just can't say in game yeah that you want to get across and like 
you're, this is a game, you know, in the end. Right. There are rules for a reason. I have a, I think of it more like talking outside of the game during combat, like between each other's rounds and kind of getting a plan together, even while combat is going, is one way to actually role play our characters' experience together because we have a whole backstory. We've been together. We've had combat together. We would know each other's moves. We would know each other's strengths and weaknesses. You guys would know I'm better with a blaster pistol than I am with my fists and even better with talking. So if we can avoid combat, that's even better. And like when we ever encounter situations, you know, my character is built around talking. So every talking conversation is a combat for me. And so it's, it's kind of things like that, that we need to keep in mind. And so talking outside or talking during combat, just player to player is a great way to really role play our experience together. It's almost like we're having this thought process in our head. And then that's, you know, that's how we know we're what we do. That's why we all of a sudden combat starts and we're all grooving together. Guns are getting thrown to people who need them without things being said, you know, stuff like that. We just know what to do. But I need that to be said. Like, oh yeah, throw me the fucking gun. I mean, not said in game. Nothing said said in game. It's all instinctual. Our characters are doing it because outside of the game, we're actually talking about it. Right. Absolutely. Maybe in the game, your character Bob does need the cue of hey. What am I supposed to, you know, because you're the hired muscle. That's your, like, that is the role. I was, I was enjoying that gun and I needed to be reminded to fucking throw the gun (laughs) to somebody. You don't use guns. They could really use (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah, I needed that reminder. I did. And that's fine too. Like, I think that's a great part of the role playing aspect of the game is just being in your character, even if we're in combat, but also remembering as a player that we need to also communicate. Right. Once, once, once somebody said it, I'm like, oh yeah. I'm fucking throwing this gun to somebody who can use it better. Yeah. And yeah. I think we have a great group dynamic in that sense where if we bring up options or plans, or even if someone just randomly does something like a character just does an action, our group is all about, okay, that happened. Let's go. Let's go with it. Let's move on. Let's take that and run with it. Um, as opposed to giving a lot of pushback. Um, I know I've been in groups where we've spent like 20 minutes just arguing about who gets what did something happen right did something happen that didn't actually happen and i feel like this group is great at like well that happened let's go let's get you guys guys roll with jd very well (laughs) you gotta keep it moving well not only that but you guys will talk outside of character and i'll treat it as in character that's true i hate it and then (laughs) i love it still roll with that right or like you'll tell me no but um you you talked to you talked about a group that you're in before Mac where you said they would argue 20 minutes about stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's important. And I think that we've shown it in this group. Kind of what you said is going with it, right? Like if something's happening, go with it and then figure it out later. If I had to give any, any new DM or or any player, any kind of advice to, it would be go with it. It's not Mm going to hurt things, right? Like if you're having a good time, it's fine. Yeah. You weren't supposed to get that trick shot. It ended up getting it to a point where she could surrender, but nothing hurt from it. Right? Like we looked at it after now we know the right rules. Next time we're going to follow it. Just use the yes. And just go with it. Let, let it happen. This group is really good with that. Really good with that. Yeah. Well, like when when uh, Sunny threw that grenade at the door and after I was like, oh, shit, that just happened. And afterwards, I was like, well, what I meant was like throw a grenade at the bar. And, you know, Mac was like, well, I knew that. But Sunny didn't. Like, right. You know, she's just like. And so it was explained afterwards, like, oh, yeah, this was your character. That totally makes sense. But in the moment, I was like, oh, shit. 
and then was like, well, it's her character. She did it and go with it and then explain after. Yeah, no one even questioned it. Yeah, it just it happened. It happened. And we were like, and that has happened. And, and now battle has it begun. It's reality. Yeah. It becomes yeah. reality. And so we have to treat it as such. Yeah. Like if somebody punches the police or at least <laughs> we have to go or at least to throws go a punch <laughs> at the police. With a few yeah. exceptions. Sometimes we'll erase history. But honestly, that's just to make the game, like Toby was saying, fun. That's the whole point. It really works well. We we do yeah. make it work well. It's true. I think yeah. so. And I think it's important to let people have their characters and their moments like that. Because, like, if you bulldoze over someone's ideas a lot, it's not going to be fun. And it's going to feel pretty shitty. So, right. like, everyone has an equal say and everyone should have well, equal input to the story. That's what's so fun about, like, live role playing is, like, the chance of failure and the chance of mistakes. Because, like, even in small things like, I'm going to jump over this table like where in video games, you could just press the X button and you jump over no matter what. Like, that's not a question in this game. Everything has a chance of failure and your mistakes and your quick choices make the game exciting. Those Fuck failures are very real. Yeah. Failures oh, yeah. create your character. And they make the story. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's true. They really do. I love it's it. okay to fail. Yeah. yeah oh absolutely. my gosh. And run with the it. best part of it. Yeah. I mean, and especially when sometimes you do t- turn those failures into successes one way or another. It's incredible how it works sometimes. So if we had to have one message or one thing that people would take away from this, uh, what would it be? Right? Like, cause we kind of talked about a lot of things, but if you had to tell someone one piece of advice, I kind of already said mine. What what would you tell them? Um, be your character. Yeah, I think it comes down to like, yeah, we're going to know better what to do next time. But it was still a fun combat, even though we role played it. And, you know, that's OK. It's OK to forget the rules or even smudge them a little bit to have a good time. Um, as long as it's still staying within the theme and, and, you know, feeling of the game. Yeah, I think it's a. It's going to sound silly. It's a like a one team mentality, right? Where it's it's totally yes. And that would be my vote is anything anybody gives you, whether it's an NPC or uh, one of your fellow fellow people sitting next to you. Just be like, don't yes, point at me. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, just say yes and just have fun. For me, I think it's it's casual. For me, the word is casual, like work around whatever happens people mess up people make mistakes just be casual about it don't dwell on things just work Ooh, don't around take them it personally and definitely don't take <laughs> it personal that's true don't take it personally just work around it and be casual and it yeah. it'll be fun it's, it's a game in the yeah. end Support each other. <laughs> it's a game that's exactly right it's a game in the end role playing if you're not playing you're doing something wrong <laughs> i agree it's a game like felicia said it's a game in the end have fun yeah, cool. cool. Well, thanks, guys. Do you have something to say, Jeff? No, I, I think everybody did great. I just saying, I was just thinking more, you know, it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. Fly yeah. casual. We said Absolutely. That yeah. Absolutely. Fly casual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it where we'll leave it. I'm interested when we get into space combat that none of us have done. So we'll it's see what happens. It's not a fucking there. game anymore. <laughs> um, we'll see what happens. But uh, thanks for listening. Uh, leave some comments. If you have a question or a suggestion for a future behind the bar, let us know. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to talk about it. Uh, that's it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.